let let let's talk about it let 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 let's talk about it talk talk about it talk about it clinky sounds let's talk about it oh hey everybody how you doing i am uh i'm back did you make that did i make that intro yeah you better believe i did that's dope. You also better believe that it doesn't say let's talk about that, the name of the show. It says let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> or wait, wait. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Hey everybody. I'm uh I'm not alone this week. I'm here with Justin. Hey. Um I realized that I said your last name in the last episode. I hope that doesn't bum you out. I don't know. You're okay. fine. I'm here with Justin Quigley. Hey. <laughs> uh, finally. Been I wanting know. to have you on for a while. I know, man. I'm and here sorry. we are. Do you know what this is? This is episode 20. This is episode 20. Oh, my gosh. And here you are. Milestone. As beautiful as ever. I feel like that is a milestone, though, man. It is a milestone. That's so cool. <laughs> I follow, I follow it, it on Instagram. It is, so. and I've already made a goof. I forgot to light incense. Rachel, oh, man. Rachel and Justin's wife Jenny, Jenny Jenner's are here. <laughs> <laughs> She's to yeah. uh, keep us in check. Make sure we don't say anything that's off mm-hmm. the off that's not allowed. Right, not allowed. So she, yeah, uh, she's good at that. <laughs> Both of them, I think, are good at that. <laughs> they said we're not supposed to talk about sex. So oh. how's sex going for you? <laughs> <laughs> Justin is newly married. Yeah, um, yep. yeah. September. September. Well, last, yeah, last September. So, don't you hate when people <laughs> ask how it's like, how's it going? How's how's married life? How's married life? As if you're gonna be like, it sucks. <laughs> or or if I'm just gonna be like, oh man, it's great. Listen to this awesome night we had together the other night. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, know, like get way too like, into detail. Yeah, well, you asked. I don't know. Uh, it's cool. I that mean, would be hilarious. You know, that's my new thing I'm gonna do is just go <laughs> just way go too straight, into detail into it. Just be like the other day. Oh man, oh, my God. well since you asked, listen. <laughs> you got me talking. <laughs> Get prepared to listen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, so Justin and I have known each other. I don't even know how long we've known each other oh, for. Gosh, if you want to consider it in like the most general like yeah, acquaintance level, in like the 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 realm of you know is of what is we both came from acquaintances to friends i guess we both were playing yeah. in bands we were both drummers well you do more than play drums you're also a guitarist a bassist a musician or a vocalist rather is what yeah. i was trying to say thank you yeah he's true. a he's a multi-instrumentalist i'm not that smart <laughs> i can handle one but you're so smart in like other aspects of it outside Stop of just it. like because you can play that other stuff but you do it in more so like the um, like the on the technical side of it you know what i mean like sure. like your role on the tech side is like I feel like just as important, you know what I mean? I yeah, I definitely um the longer I've done music that I've gotten more into that side of things. Yeah. Like uh production yeah. and uh lighting design. And in and today kind of in stuff. like today's world, man, like that's huge. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that that, that part is so important. It blows my mind. So my 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 view changes on this all the time. Mm. How much more music nowadays is just made on a computer? Oh, all of it. Except for one component, and that's vocals. I mean, yeah. they're, they're often yeah. tweaked on computers. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's more time consuming to like track live drums. Yeah, and then Way make more. them sound good on a computer. Right when it's you can so just, when you can just buy a drum pack and you have the exact sound that you want. Exactly, you it's can like, buy oh, you the, want the sounds of a two thousand dollar kit sure. for fifty bucks. Fifty bucks, and that's it. It's Only, crazy. Yeah, and then you don't even have to play drums to know how to do it. You can just program like okay that sounds like it would be cool it's wild like, it really is but it's weird because i feel like when that really first started to happen yeah i was so against it 
It's like real music is me on Instagram. Oh, from programming. You can't program yeah. drums. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember back in the day. I like I would hear something and, um, oh, it was just me being stupid. I was just like, oh god, it's pr- program drums. Program it's drums. Like, it's not even real drums. Not even real drums on that. Like, like it matters. I play, I play real drums. I feel like that's why all my stuff sounded so bad and they're sounding <laughs> so good. It's everything was. It's programmed. true, and that that was a really huge yeah. weird thing in our scene for a long time. Yeah, it really was. Is people programming their drums and then pretending they didn't. Exactly. Like that was the thing. Yeah, and be like, dude, this drum sound amazing. Yeah, all natural, bro. Oh, yeah, all natural. Basically, just took it's an like, SM58 and hung it from the ceiling. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah, it's like who'd you record with? Bone. Okay, then they're not all natural because <laughs> he's. <laughs> He's a master, though, dude, at that stuff. And, oh, but but so he, dude, what's so crazy is he'll take... We wouldn't have metalcore in Indiana if it wasn't for... Bob. Oh, no. A hands down. Hands down. So, it, well, it was especially, like, recording with him and stuff, like... Because I would, you know, I was all like, oh, I want natural drum sounds. But at the same time, like, deep down, I'm like, God, but I want to sound like that. So, <laughs> no, but he's really good at, like, taking the natural part of it and, like, mixing it with, like, a program one to where, yeah. like, you kind of get the best of both worlds. Yeah, so, totally. He's, he, so um, good, he's good at also finding samples that uh, – we're talking about someone that no one knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but someone pretty prominent in our lives, I'd say, from growing yeah. up. Whether we're, we're talking we're, about – just we'll give him a, a free shout-out here. Brian Bone Thornburn of Threshold Studios here in Indianapolis. If you're a small-time band, he's the guy yeah. to talk to. Yeah, definitely. It is weird. I feel like you might have an interesting take on this because it's it's weird. So we were both in the music scene at the same time. Yeah. But we, like, never cross paths. No. I can probably count on one hand the number of shows or festivals we might have played together. Yeah, just a few of them, really. But, like, we never really bumped into each other mm-hmm. or talked or anything. Yeah, because we, we played in, like, the same... Like, the same scene, obviously, but, like, to two different parts of the scene. Yeah, you were more on the you hardcore I mean? side. I was more on the metalcore side. Right, right. Um, the crappy metalcore <laughs> side. But then I got into more the metal side. Yeah, And yeah. you were still more on the, like, hardcore right, metalcore exactly. side. Right, uh, exactly. Which is fine. That's totally cool. Uh, I think we both could probably say there's a lot of crossover in those two scenes. Oh, yeah. It's just that, like... Most definitely. There's just the... I was actually just talking um, with Aaron, who's just recently on the show, and Justin, other Justin, who's yeah. also been on the show before. Yeah. And uh, we were just talking about how terrible the metal community is now. Oh, um, man. Is everyone just so rude, too? It's weird because I always hated the metalcore community. Yeah. And, like, the music is trash. There's only, like, two good metalcore bands. I'm so good. <laughs> I'm so good. You're so bad. Whatever. <laughs> um, but it's weird because, like, I see that scene now. Yeah. And it's pretty much falling apart. Oh, yeah. Um, but the people that are still there... It's all the like positive mental attitude, like let's lift each other up. Like, yeah, moments. You know, like this whole thing with Azalea dying. Uh, the vocalist, for those of you who don't know, the vocalist tried to, or he he didn't try to. He hired a guy yeah. to kill his wife, and uh, that guy happened to be a cop. Well, I guess he tried to hire because he like, successfully <laughs> hired the guy. He paid him. Oh, he did. He oh, paid him so, money. Oh, yeah. So they had to gave go through him with gate the transaction. codes. Dang, yeah, but that guy man. was an under. Like, so he he, was a he cop, hit up yeah. a dude at his gym, and he was like, "Hey, can you hook me up with a hitman?" Basically, yeah. and that guy was like. Totally, and that guy went straight yeah, to the I police. Know guy. Oh my god! <laughs> and then the guy that that he met up with was a cop. So yeah, super duper weird. It was like six years ago, five or six years ago. I know, t- uh, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. And then it's he wild. got it. He, I w- I remember reading about him going to like being in prison and like losing because he wasn't like taking steroids and stuff in prison. Right, and he had gynecomastia. Yeah. Which, <laughs> those of you who don't know, is a condition where you develop breast tissue. Yeah. On your, <laughs> on your. Uh, 
on your man boobies. Your boobs. Pectacles. Your pectacles. <laughs> um, and he, he, well, I shouldn't say he. This was something that I think was misconstrued. His representation, his legal representation, wrote a letter to the prison, and that's a public document, and people read it and tore him apart. Because mm. it said things like, my rock star persona is being hindered by my lack of, like, by this thing because oh, yeah. it makes me look feminine and not like a, the rock like, star that I you, am. You tried to kill your wife, dude. And no that's one how cares. I make my money. I mean, he the the girl that he was cheating on his wife with yeah. when that all happened. He married her when he got out of prison. She's like a fitness model. <laughs> yeah. See, see, I'm not even up to date on all that. <laughs> I just know all I know is they he gets out of prison and because uh, like rest, 2016. Yeah, well, because the rest of the band started started woven more and and then. We were talking about this a little, like a little bit yeah. ago. They're like, "We're never gonna work with that guy again," you know. All it's this so stuff. stupid. And then it's like he gets out, and he's like, "Oh crap!" Like, Wolverine's well, not doing anything at all important wise. That is, they like, did Azalea like two dying. tours and put out an album. Yeah, but nothing to the extent of Azalea dying. Oh, you no. know what I mean? They were and massive. so now it's like, you know, he's out. He's out now. Let's start this band. You know, publicity yeah. and and all Azalea stuff. dying and Kill Switch Engage are the two bands that like broke through. As yeah. mainstream metal acts. Oh my god, Kill Switch from was, the metalcore scene. Kill Switch was like game Dude, changer for me. They man. still are. When Jesse came back, I was like, Oh, okay, that's it for the band. That's cool. They put out some good yeah. albums. And then they put out their most recent album. Yeah. And just blew up well, but, again. But but most importantly is when Adam D won Price is Right. <laughs> that's that's really what <laughs> to that's me the most important milestone to in me metalcore. At, to me at least is Adam D. Uh, winning prices, right? <laughs> so, it was so ridiculous. I don't know. Because, oh like, no gosh. one there even knew. They He's were all just like, spaz. who's this crazy guy I'm watching right now? When no I idea. saw them recently and saw just – I had never seen them live before, I don't think. I saw them with um, um, Dragon Force. Really? You saw yeah. Dragon Force? It was Dragon Force, um, Kill Switch. For those of you whose memory is poor, Dragon Force is the band that made that song that you would play at the end of Guitar Hero 3 through oh, the fire yeah. and flames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw um yeah, I saw him with Dragon Force a long time ago at Yeah. And I think he is legend. I think he is legend or the chariot. They're I don't still know. going. It was one of the two. Have you listened to Man, We're on music. Playing. We're just going to stay playing. here for He's a minute. Have you listened to the band that some of the dudes from The Chariot started with some dudes from some other bands and blah, oh, blah, blah? Oh, The Fever? The Fever 323? Three, three, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are insanely good. Yeah. It's like a new version. It's like a hybrid of Linkin Park and Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. It's they just the, released uh, a new single, too. Well, it's the vocalist of Let Live. When Let oh, Live, it is? When Let Live quit. Him and Steve, Steve is the guitar player of The Chariot. Yeah. And I don't know who the drummer is, but it's... it's um. I want to say he was in... I can't remember the name of the band. Something with guns. Uh, something with guns. Um, they're stick to your guns. Stick to your guns. Boom. I want to say at one point he was the drummer for Stick to Your Guns. They're Maybe actually, the original drummer. They're actually one of my favorite metalcore bands. They had an album that I loved. I couldn't name it for you. Diamond. Um, and I'm not saying the rest of their music isn't great. Yeah. But I just didn't get into it. Like I didn't. Yeah. I just didn't. Haven't listened to it. Like I could listen, probably listen to it right now. Do you remember like, what the al- Do you remember what the album was? Uh, it came out before that Diamond album. Hope Division? No, yes. for what it's worth, Hope Division, Diamond. It's the one there's... Oh, Hope Division is great. The one where one of the tracks is the name of a girl. Amber. Boom. Her name is Amber. She acts like her mother. Yeah. All right, this is getting <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I think it's that's good. what the whole podcast should be. It's just us talking about metalcore bands. Yeah, well, it could, it could go on for none forever. of them are around anymore. So this is interesting. Did you know that? Um, so there's kind of this interesting thing that happens in mm-hmm. the world where you see somebody 
accomplishing something that you consider to be really great. Yeah. And you assume that that person is successful. Right. Um, you see it in bodybuilding. Oh, yeah. You see bodybuilders on stage, you know, flexing those huge muscles, and you're like, mm-hmm. that guy's got to be loaded for being able to do this. Right. Nope. Not at all. Same thing with musicians. Oh, completely. And I think people don't realize that. And uh, Periphery, mm. definitely one of the bigger metalcore bands of, yeah. of the like last era of metalcore, first era of gent. Sure. Like, when that transition started happening. Um, they were recently just talking about how they make no money at all. Yeah. They were like, they, we only make money from like our side businesses. Yeah. Like the only thing the band does is it's fun for us. It pays for itself. And there's a level of notoriety that allows us to launch our own businesses. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating to you? It really is crazy. I mean, it really is. I don't know. I mean, cause they, I mean, they spend all that time and they're towards the top. Yeah. I mean, they're they're. I mean, they've, you know, shaped a lot of newer bands that are out. They now. popularized Gent, Gent I'd oh, say. Oh, yeah, they were a huge crossover. For those for of you that. who don't know, Gent is a style of music. It's a genre. It's spelled D-J-E-N-T. Gent. Yeah. The D is silent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't even... They don't even... It's it's tough. It's tough because I feel like when you're younger, you have this like childlike wonder about musicians. Yeah. You see them on that stage. You see all those people looking in their direction, and you're like, this is everything. Yeah. And, you know, writing music, it's one of the most amazing feelings ever. Mm. But then you start to get a little bit older and you realize a lot of those dudes are like bummed about their life choices. Oh, yeah. And they're making no money. Not that money is everything. Unless, well, unless you're in a band like, you know, last night we went and saw The Killers. You know what I mean? Unless you're in a band like The Killers Mm -hmm. or like a Kings of Leon or just something along the top 0.1% of bands. That line. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you you don't I don't know man it's 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 difficult yeah. you know I mean even when I would do it, I mean it was we only made enough money to get to the I mean, next venue the simple <laughs> like, fact of it, it is the only music that's really making money these days that's not like a greatest hits kind of situation hip-hop. like hip Rap. hop and pop yeah that's it it's easy and they're basically just all crossovers now well and and it's it's so easy in a sense and in, in, in that world easy money by the oh, way oh i know man i mean just to some rappers i mean just to do a verse is 500 grand yeah. you don't have them in but w- with with the way music and and stuff like that is accessible now mm-hmm. and the, the ability for it to um it's like skyrocket overnight you know what i mean yeah look like, at that stupid I mean, kid po- post malone yodels. i mean post malone. post malone for instance he threw white iverson up on soundcloud and, and woke up the next morning know. you know with everything his life changed you i mean like I mean? realistically boy, he, like, he, he he puts out he puts out stony like a, a you know not long after yeah at that point he's living in some dude's closet yeah and now that dude has he's the biggest yeah you know, he's tattooing his face he's tat- again here in indianapolis dude he got he got that the, was in indianapolis he got to stay tired in indy um oh yeah. rachel's chiming in what the guy that did it the guy yeah. that did it offered to do it for free apparently well i went to his instagram today and i can't imagine that he had you know ten thousand followers you know <laughs> yeah a week ago but yeah um, it's yeah. insane stuff looks good but you're absolutely right we're hitting a point in music that is both good and bad yeah it doesn't take it doesn't take touring full-time anymore to make it almost in a sense as long as you can right. like, do it and have a good publicity and a manager with it man like and I think there's something really cool with that where music and art in general is becoming this thing that people do. I feel like once again, because it's so easy to do it and it's so easy to put it out there, it's once again becoming a thing that people do for passion Yeah. and that they do 
you know, for the most part without expectation. Yeah. And I think because of that, we're getting some of the best music we've ever had. Yeah. Because some people really are like, you know what? I'll never make it. Like, um, you know, there's no money to be made here. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is just pooping out their albums on SoundCloud right now. Yeah. Here's mine too. And it's amazing. Yeah. They put more time into well, it because there's not it. the pressure of like, I hope I can send this to a label and they'll <laughs> right, sign Right, me. right, right. Like and labels why, are dying in, that's in why, droves. Dude, people like on SoundCloud and stuff that know how to use it, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's so, stuff like that's so important, you know? Absolutely. It's, it, it's, it's so easy to put your stuff out there, mm-hmm. but it's not easy to get discovered because of that. Right. But still, I mean, like still though, like put it out there, man. I mean, you totally. literally, you never know who could accidentally stumble upon it and that could be it. Yeah. I mean, that literally, and, that could be it. And you producing art, mm-hmm. if five people hear it, is still making the world a better place. Yeah. Like just oh, yeah. to express your creativity, even if you think it sucks and like, you know, somebody tells you it's garbage online. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Like right. every, art, art is always going to be subjective. Yeah. You know what I mean? For instance, prime example, I love Tentacion. A lot mm. of people hate that guy. Mm. I love his music. That's an example of art being subjective. Sure. To some people, they really like it. To yeah. other people, they think it's trash. Yeah. That shouldn't stop you from putting whatever it is that you love to create out there. Yeah. Because when we create out of passion and out of love, yeah, that will only make the world a better place. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's crazy. And then you never know, dude. You never know who like you, your your instance of you said you know it could affect five people. Like, what if two of those five people was like were like brothers and they started the next like Coldplay or something because right. of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know you never you inspired know. that. Yeah. Just because you didn't become the most popular musician in the world doesn't mean you didn't play a part in creating something beautiful. Right. You know? Right. I mean, I can't tell you, I mean, even, even locally here, I mean, p- people that I run into, kids I run into, they say, Hey, like, you know, I, I mean, I grew up like watching your band play. Like you guys, you know, inspired us to start this band. Now they're playing, they're playing shows right now. Like they're touring like right now and stuff like that. So, right. Um, totally. And that's just on like a local scale, but like, I don't know, man. I think that's and it, it trickles down from there. Yeah, and that does. band goes and plays on another city yeah. and some kid sees that yeah. and he starts a band. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, the impact you have on other people is immeasurable. Mm-hmm. It really is. Completely, man. And uh, I think that because there's so much out there now, people feel, I think some people feel like, uh, it's not worth it to put my stuff out there. There's already too much. So what's yeah. the point? I mean, I feel like that sometimes. Yeah. Too. My biggest advice to do just to anyone at all, just put it out there. Just go for it. Like, who cares? Yeah. Flops, it flops. If it doesn't, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> as long as you're proud of what you put out there. Yeah. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Not enough people express themselves creatively. I think that's one of the m- the main reasons. I don't know if you saw this. There was a study that came out this week that uh-huh. um, suicide is at a record high right now. Oh, completely. Yeah. It's it's insane. And Wyoming, weirdly enough, is the number one state for suicide. Really? I don't know if you knew that. Random fact for you. I wonder why. Maybe it's, just, it's a maybe bummer it's, in Wyoming. When was maybe the last time you heard of somebody maybe. going, let's go to well, Wyoming? It's, it's quiet and peaceful. I mean, that's why people like, that's why like John Mayer will have a house out there. You know? Oh, really? I didn't know that. Or Montana. Montana's beautiful. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Wyoming sucks. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> Our wives <laughs> I was are thinking here of Montana. correcting us. <laughs> we need Montana. <laughs> um, so, never mind. Yeah, Wyoming could be awful. But mind. like, yeah. and then this thing with Anthony Bourdain, I'm sure you heard about that. Oh my gosh, Celebrity dude. chef. Yes. Um, he just killed himself as well. And the thing about that that really struck me yeah. Is that this is a guy who his whole job is to go everywhere in the world, see some of the most exotic and interesting and beautiful places, meet yeah. all kinds of people, good people, bad people, whatever. Yeah. That guy kills himself. Yeah. 
How yeah. crazy is that? It, it, dude, it's it's it is crazy. But at the same time, man, that like for someone like myself that like has dealt with, yeah, you know that like most of my life, you know, uh, it, it's I'm a happy person, like, and I know I'm a happy person, but there's something in there that no matter what, no matter how happy I am, I'm still like, dude, like it d- doesn't matter if I was alive or not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I don't care. There's just something there. I feel you know? like I that's, that's is, a great but, point, but it, that's I mean, something that you don't ever get away from no matter how much no. you get better. Right. And you're like, but you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Right. It doesn't go away. No, but, but from people that, that haven't dealt with that, like they haven't truly dealt. I'm not saying you've never been sad. People have been sad, but they never truly dealt with that. They look right. at it. It's like, Oh, they had everything, man. They're so, they're so selfish. I can't believe they would do that. Like, yeah, they're not selfish, man. Yeah. Like chances are like they care more about you guys than you will ever know ever. Yeah. But my th- I mean when you don't understand it, you don't understand why people like that do it. Right. And it sucks. I hate it. But I don't I, know, man. I think I think the real story here is that someone can can live that life, can make so many people happy, can meet so many people, can see such beauty and still feel yeah. sad and alone. Yeah. And that just tells you that like, you know, not to get super serious yeah you're good as we sometimes do but I, um, serious. I like serious yeah no 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 totally but i just want i i wanted to make the point that like you genuinely don't know who's at that point oh at all he's 61 years old he has right. kids he has a wife right robin williams another one oh kids, yeah wife family yeah. people would say he's a happy guy yeah of course you genuinely don't know who's dealing with those kinds of things yeah and it's easy to say Oh, if you're if you're if you're dealing with something, reach out. People right. will help you. Right. No one's actually going to do that. That's sad. It's sad, but true. Oh yeah, no. How no. many people do you think actually call the suicide hotline that are wanting to kill themselves? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know statistics. It could be a lot more than I, I either of us think. But I, I mean, personally, yeah. from my, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And times where like I was like, all right, this is it. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. And that's why. You know. I think the only solution if you can call it a solution is mm-hmm. to encourage other people to express themselves artistically oh yeah you have to not to make money from it i right. think that's the problem is we've we've given art this this platform where it has to make money to be valid yeah and it's so sad yeah because everyone has something to offer artistically whether oh, they yeah. consider themselves to be creative or not mm-hmm. everyone has something to offer and it is so important for people to express that side of themselves. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. You and I both know that better than most people because yeah. we're both musicians. Right, right. And, you, you know? I mean, you do, I mean, just whether it's music or uh, any type of creativity, man, whatever that might be, you know, in Anthony Bourdain's, for instance, it might be, you know, cooking. Like, that helps him, yeah. you know, it. that's how he relieves himself. That's how he feels good. You know, like, doing, what, doing something that makes you happy like that. I don't know, man. It's, it's um, so good for you. It really is. So, like, and it's good for other people too. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, this kind of reminds me. It brings me to to Kanye's new album, like the Yay album that came out. Oh, it's all. I liked it. Yeah. It, well, it's it's all about. It's amazing. It's all about, um, you know, his bipolarness. And right. It's, it's about you know being depressed. It's a superpower. <laughs> yeah. It's all about. It's all about being depressed, but it's also all about being like, hey, like just say what you feel speak it out to people yeah you know let people know about this stuff like you know don't yeah. keep it into yourself that's what the whole album is about yeah you know that's that's mm. it so like absolutely i mean it's a good example of just like you know put out what you're going through i guess and i think what i really like about that album um 
you can tell from the lyrical content yeah. that he wrote that recently. Oh, all of it. It's not like he's been sitting on this thing for no. years and he's like, okay, it's finally polished enough to put it out. That album is an example of someone who's like, I need to yeah. express myself creatively or I'm going to freaking explode. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Let's make an album. Yeah. And I think that's so cool because I, I understand on a level, on a personal level and on just like, I, I, I understand why people have an interest in putting out something that's polished and complete. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. But I so respect that some people, and I, I think in a way, this is where the artistry comes from, where you're just like, this is inside of me and I got to get it out. And maybe right. it's not perfect. Right. I, that's part of why I love um, X, actually. It's just because his albums are just so like yeah. obviously thrown together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but I mean, it's very raw at the yeah, same time. Yeah, and a perfect example, man, you even comparing him to Kanye earlier, you were saying like you people either like them or you hate them. Same thing with Kanye, dude, especially with this new one. Like there's people that love him and there's people that just hate him. You know what I mean? Especially so, recently. Yeah. I uh, I actually did an episode on that. I don't know if you're aware of that. After um, Gambino's single dropped. Oh, man, I loved it. Did you see I, the video, though? I loved the video and I liked the song a lot, yeah. but I think people gave it way too much power for what it was. Have you looked at the lyrics to that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. almost nothing there. Yeah. It's very, it, well, it's, it's just a, repetitive. It's a visual song. That's the, what it's it is. a visual song. The video is powerful. Yeah, that's that's the point. So there's the song of it, which is like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's a song. But yeah. most songs nowadays, especially in that like realm, they don't have a lot of words to them. So repeating a lot yeah. of the same stuff, depending on who you listen to. Yeah, but, exactly. But that's he, a good way to say it. He wrote it. As a visual, he didn't write it as "oh, this is gonna be a good song." He wrote it as "this is what I have in mind" because yeah. he's he, he's all about. I mean, he's an actor, you know. He he's all about. He was a musician, things and on a, screen, and a comedian, a stand-up comedian before he was an actor. Right, but his thing is to entertain people, and mm. especially when it comes to point. like on-screen stuff. So he's looking at, an, at at a mind of like not as a not as a, a musical producer engineer. But he's looking at okay, how are people gonna see this? How am I gonna make the biggest impact? Huh with music and a video because the song doesn't have to be anything. It's all about what's going on. How you perceive it. Yeah. How, you have to watch it to under, you can't hear it and be like, I guarantee you people read, heard about the video, heard the song. And were like, why is, what was the big deal about the song? Yeah. It's, it's catchy. Sure. You know, it's cool. It drops because the trap beat, whatever. But watching the video, I mean, you have to watch it like three or four times to really see what's even happening in it. There's so much going on in the background. It's insane. There's a lot the of little, really interesting, powerful imagery. Oh, yeah. And the little things that happen that happen to it, man, it's just – and then even how he ends, dude. He ends just, you know, blazing up and walking into the beach, just being like, yo, we all just need to chill. Like, yeah, it's powerful. And um, I think a lot of people – so here's an, here was one interesting thing about that. Something that I both agree with and disagree with. It's kind of, you know, um, I guess it depends on what day you catch me on. Sure. <laughs> so he intentionally refused to explain the video. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that, no. Um, in interviews, he's like, I don't want to explain it. I just want people to make out of it what they make out of it. Yeah. Which is both good and bad. Sure. Because one, yeah, okay, on art should be personal to people. Yeah. People should look at a beautiful painting or hear a, an incredible song and be like, this is what that means to me. Right. But people pulled imagery out of that video that was so far-fetched. Not everyone, but yeah. it definitely happened. Oh, sure. Um, basically, people trying to say that, like, Gambino had this insane agenda. A lot of people said he had an agenda against white people, and that was the whole point of the video. Hmm. I think the video is largely about gun violence, violence against... Um, well, it's just about how... All kinds of... You know what I mean? It, 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 it It's about how... 
because the like, chaos, the, well, the chaos in the world. Yeah, but but also like the guy is like uh, in the beginning, like he's playing his guitar and he's like really good at it. He can make a career out of it. And then America's, you know, because you know he is, you know, African American. Like, no, you can't have hmm. that. You have to, yeah, conform to this and do it this way. I think one of the most fascinating things is a lot of people who say, "Oh, watch the video," but only yeah. watch what happens in the background. I agree with that. Well, yeah, because there's so much that's that's going on. Like, there's parts well, where, like, you know, he's dancing, and, like, the kids will go up, and, like, and then they'll kind of watch him, and then they'll start doing exactly what he's doing. It's about, right. like, conforming to what is, popular. is, like, cool and, like, what's popular. And I, but I think... Meanwhile, in the background, in the distance, it, where it's blurry, right. insanity chaos is happening. is going on. And, and it, I was like, yes. It's, it's a, it's a, that's the message in the know, video, in depiction of Depiction of America there's a lot today, of man. It's like, hey, like, there's so much going on, yeah. but, like... You know, we want you focused on this. Yeah. You know, we want yeah, you, yeah. And that's like don't look at that. Look at this. Quick, quick, yeah, quick, yeah. Quick, yeah. Don't worry about what's going on. Look at this. We're, we're doing good here. You know, they, uh, you know, he, so he shoots up everybody. They take the gun and like. With, with like rags. Yeah. Like, oh, we got to be careful yeah, with it. Be, oh, careful. be careful with our gun and our gun rights. You know, just hurry yeah. up and get them out of the way. Get the dead people out of the way. Get them out. Right. Hurry, hurry, hurry. And, hurry. Back, and back to normal. This is actually the you know first or no, the second episode of the podcast is actually about um, gun laws. Mm. I'm someone who's a, a firm believer in um, the Second Amendment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you can't look at the problems that it's causing and not say, okay, we need to figure out real solutions. Right. Because there's this disgusting thing that happens where people are like, oh, I support gun rights. So everyone shut up about changing them whatsoever right and people who are like i'm right. against guns so how dare you even consider owning a gun right right and it's like can we not just find some middle ground here yeah some some realistic solutions and i hear people say things like oh well clearly what they need to do is um have metal detectors and armed guards and schools and mm. arm the teachers and i'm just like whoa yeah this is school right this is a space for kids to learn in my opinion uh, the two things that need to happen are better parenting well, yeah. will always be number one in 100%. my book. Um, no law will 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 change. Uh, no law will make a parent a good parent. Right, that's a fact. But outside of that, for instance, this this most recent major shooting, the Parkland shooting. Oh yeah. This is an individual who didn't truly have a parent. He was taken in. Yeah, didn't have by someone. He didn't have his parents had died you know, recently. It yeah. was a very messy situation. He didn't have authority in his life. Exactly. It was. There was no one really taking care of him. Um, he was bullied a lot. Yeah, you know? that doesn't make it okay. I'm oh not God, excusing no, his actions. Not, not at all. It sucks. But you could under you but... can see the circumstances, and you could understand how someone's pushed to that. Right, right. Right. Not only that, but we glorify the villain so much nowadays in in cinema. In gaming, yeah, and just in real life. I mean, yeah, you go. I mean, you go see like a Marvel movie, and it's fine. Like, there's Spider-Man, but it's like, who's the villain? Yeah, exactly. Who's the bad guy. Yeah, what villain do we get with this movie? Yeah, how exactly? And everyone's all about like people fangirling over Loki, um, which yeah. granted, he's kind of like a a, a quasi villain, but still, my point is, there's this weird like flip where I'm sure they find satisfaction in being the villain almost. Yeah, yeah, the villains are almost more popular than the heroes, right? And people have this mindset of like, oh, if I, you know, it's a juvenile mindset, but if I kill these people, like, yeah, I'll go to prison, but I'll be remembered forever. Right. I'll be famous. Yeah. And fame is something that people aspire to in such right. an unhealthy way. Oh, completely. Um, but anyways, just to, to backtrack slightly, uh, better parenting, Yeah, I think, is key. But the second thing is the education system has never been more broken in our country than it is right now, mm-hmm. where we're scoring in education globally is abysmal for a country of our oh, standing. Oh, yeah. 
It's yeah. horrifying. Yeah. Our, our illiteracy rate in this country is horrifying. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Our s- public schools have gotten too, way too big. Well, yeah. They well, need to be broken apart into smaller yeah. schools so a teacher has a chance to actually educate a child. Connect with this. And kids, people yeah. want to blame the teachers because sure. that's easy. You say, right. oh, these teachers are lazy. They have tenure. Right. Tenure is not something I, de- I necessarily agree with. But you, you, people look at the teachers and they say, oh, it's, sure. it's the teacher's fault, you know. The issue is that you you throw fifty to a hundred kids at a teacher and you say yeah educate all of them yeah you all can do of that them. can't you because uh, they, they all learn, on, a, on a personal they level they all learn the same way just do it yeah right yeah no. the teacher doesn't have a chance to approach that kid right. on a personal level right. not at all and not everybody can hire a tutor or go to a private school so it's like you know yeah and meanwhile you have a child who's having struggles at home he's struggling to understand his. Cl- course material he feels dumb he feels alone maybe he doesn't have any friends he's being made fun of and that bitterness and that anger is building and building and building and building and then he hears oh this kid shot up a school and (laughs) he's famous now yeah and that appeals to them sure and you can say like oh that's just an evil person and evil i think has to be nurtured to get to to that point it has to be made at some point you, to, you know, you don't, you don't just, you don't just wake up and be like, oh, I'm evil. You know what I mean? You go through struggles. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just same thing. Like, you know, you're talking about, you know, suicide and people earlier. It's not like you just wake up and like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go do this. Like it builds yeah. up and builds up and builds up and builds up. Until we got to be there for each other. Yeah, That's just a to. fact. You have to. Human beings as a species rely on connection with each other. Mm-hmm. And so important when we get cut off from other people or we cut ourselves off from other people, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a self-destructive act. We cut ourselves off from others. When that happens, we die. Sure. And we, we lose our ability to feel for other people. We lose our ability to empathize and sympathize. Yeah. And we just become bitter and vindictive. Yeah. But at the same time, or self-destructive. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. And, And I think at the same time though, we, we live in such a world now to where it's like, we live in such like um like an offended world to where even like That's best true. best friends can be like, Hey dude, like you're what the heck, man? You're doing this, like why are you doing this? Like this is dumb, like you know you shouldn't be doing this, or hey, you need to be doing this, bro. Why aren't you doing this? You yeah. know, you peop friends aren't friends anymore that can do that. Friends are like, Oh, why are you calling me out on that? Like I'm we, done. we've lost the ability Bye. to have that like personal Bye. connection with yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and man, there, how are you really and doing? there are some friends, man, that you know you do have that with, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I truly believe, like, if, if you and I were in a situation where we knew someone was dumb, I, I, you could be like, Justin, like, could be an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't take offense to it, but most right. people... It's tough to get to that level, though, and a I know, lot of people I just know. don't anymore. I know, I know. Well, they don't, and I think they of people, people who are in. younger than us who have their phones and yeah. they're even more... Um, they have that barrier of technology even more than we do. Yeah. Because while we are young and we have that barrier of technology to a degree, yeah. we also grew up when there wasn't really any tech. Right. Other than maybe like a Sega. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But those all encouraged connectivity yeah. with your friends. You're playing along with your friends. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think our generation is uh, motivated right now to disconnect more than yeah. others. Um, but the generation beneath us, man – Cell phones existed in the way they do when they were born. Right. And um, how do you get close to someone when your it's only hard. relationship is over your phone? It's really hard. I mean, you text I mean, it with people. I, I guarantee you've had a, a conversation with someone over text that got totally misunderstood and led oh, to a big argument. Completely. You, and, and people acknowledge that now, yeah. like younger people, and so yeah. they just don't have personal conversations. At all. Because you can't do it over text. Exactly. Or or you're, you're one way over text, like you can be all you know extroverted over text, but in person you're so intro- you're just like, uh, uh, 
but you can get on your phone and you're just like yeah, blah, 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 blah. so you, you know have I mean? maybe a lot of friends air quotes on, right on your phone and online but you don't know how to act around them in person right you don't, you don't know have their mannerisms who's in your you life know... who's close with you exactly you can't you don't know their sarcasm in person you know what i mean like yeah. you would through text or something like that yeah i mean i i remember a couple of years back um my physics teacher mm. her son who was 11 12 yeah killed himself mm. right it's happening with yo- younger and younger kids because I think they're really, they're getting to that point of being disconnected at a much early, disconnected well, from other people at yeah, a much earlier and, age. And they're learning to, you know, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. They're they're growing up learning how to be offended by everything in a sense. Yeah. Like growing up, like I would get in arguments with friends and just people at school that I didn't even really know, but I didn't know that like. I should be offended at that. I should be whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like they're growing up. You know, you're, you know, when a requirement for first grade is you have to have an iPad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm serious, dude. Like, it's a requirement. And it's like, you have to have that. They're growing up in this social media world where it's like they can get, like, kids are learning how to troll early on online. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, they're like tearing these kids down online. And that's, and that's it. You know, and they're so, it's so accessible to them. Um, you know, they're looking at their life as like a second and third grader and they're like, oh, it should be this because I saw it on here. Or, you know, yeah. uh, Yodel Boy. He's do- so influenced. Yodel Boy's, you know, he's, he's you know, he's a year younger than me and look what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, just constant influence from constant, the outside world. Like, tearing down, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Because you have to think about it from the mind of a child. If you see... Um, uh, well, I can't, young Hank Williams. I can't remember. Mason Ramsey. That's his yeah. Name. Lil Hank Williams is, <laughs> is his handle name. Yodeling boy. I follow him. I'll say it. So let's say you're his age. Sure. What is he? Ten years old? Eleven years old? Something like that. Nah, let's say. Here, I'll look. I don't. I'll look it up. I let's don't hypothesize. Even, I don't I'm even gonna, think he's you look that it up. Old. But I'm gonna hypothesize that he's yeah. about that age right now. Yeah. You're the same age as him. You're going to school, and you've got maybe two friends if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they're not even close friends. He's eleven. You just kind of BS with each other at school, right? That's what you've got. Maybe you hang out after school on sure. the weekends. Uh, and then you see a kid like that yeah, who just blew up just because of a funny video. Yeah. And that kid didn't do anything wrong. Let's mm-hmm. be clear about that. There's nothing wrong with him. Oh, no. Ramsey. Good for him. He's got, a, he's got a cool voice, man. His songs that are coming out, like, his music I, know he's, dope. I know he's not writing them, but, like, he's... Oh, no. And they're all about, like, relationships <laughs> and, they're all about, and stuff. Like, and you're like, you know, you're finding true old. love at 11. <laughs> right. Like, his, yeah. His, yeah. But anyways. they're good. They're catchy. They're good. He's his got a great voice. good. Um, we'll see how it holds up after puberty. Yeah. Uh, so, but um, country Bieber. You basically. see that, you know, you're a kid, you see that, and that's not going to make you feel good about yourself. No, not that exactly. that's all that matters. It's not all right. about feeling good about yourself, but, but you in feel today's immediately world, man, at like, that young of an age, you yeah. already feel undervalued. Like, exactly. Oh, well, here I am just at school, so yeah, I guess I'm already a failure. Yeah, exactly. And where do you go from there? Yeah. Like, oh, I guess I'll apply myself at school and rise to the top. Right. Yeah, maybe some kids have that. Type A kids probably Or maybe there's that kids mindset. that are like, I'm just going to try to focus on YouTube. Don't even worry about school. And then they try to do that. And then they start failing out of school. And then, you yeah. know, who knows what their life goes to after that. Yeah. Hopefully they, focus they make on, it. Some people do. But. On all the wrong things. And it's so funny. I was, I was in the last episode, I was talking with my brother-in-law about um, kind of career goals and things like that. Yeah. And we were just talking about how... Um, there's just a lack of drive in a lot of young people these mm. days. And I yeah. think that's a big part of it. Oh yeah, completely. And, and they don't see the the big picture. And I didn't even. Right. You know. I still and, don't and, see the big picture. <laughs> well, a lot of stuff. They don't see the big picture as far as like there are things you're passionate about in life mm. intrinsically. Yeah. Those passions people want to tell you when you're growing up and like hitting like um 
high school and stuff, they want to tell you that your passions can be boiled down very easily. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, you're passionate about sales, so go be a salesman. Right. Like, it's that simple. Uh, and as a result, a lot of kids, and even people our age, I shouldn't just say kids, a lot of people yeah. feel like they don't have a purpose in life. Or yeah. there's not something they, they are after. Mm-hmm. They don't have a goal. They don't have right. something they strive for. They don't know what they're passionate about because they can't put one word on it. Well, and a lot of it is too, man. I feel like a lot of people don't know what they're passionate about because they've never had the freedom and ability to figure out what they're passionate about because exactly. they've been spending so much time, you know, working two jobs or working double shifts to, you know, make ends meet for rent that they can barely afford. They don't have time yes. to think about their passion totally. they don't have the, and they don't have the luxury well, to take off and, 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 work they don't, and figure I, out what that is. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people don't understand that your passions can be hard to explain, but simple in theory. For instance, yeah, um, I'm passionate about trying to figure things out mm-hmm. and create new solutions. Yeah, you can apply that to a million different jobs. Yeah, I do marketing. Yeah, I never ever had any passion. I would never say ever in life. Oh, I'm passionate about marketing and advertising. Yeah, never. Right. Because we're not encouraging people to be passionate about the right kinds of things. Yeah. Kids are expected to say like, oh, I want to be an accountant when I grow up. I want to be a doctor. But they're not expected a... to say like, oh, I'm really passionate about um, uh, coming up with creative solutions to um, different types of problems on a regular mm. basis. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, accounting's great for you. Uh, there's all types of accounting errors that you'll come across and you'll have to come yeah. out. A- and also you have a passion for mathematics. So that's per- – you know what I mean? Yeah. And as a result, people are so in the ocean in a boat without a sail mm. because they're not taught how to explore their passions. Yeah. They're – only taught to like oh what do you want to do when you grow up yeah <laughs> like how, is that simple yeah how are you going to make money and not die when you're older <laughs> you know what i mean start thinking about what you want to do so you're not homeless like <sighs> like yeah. you know it's forced at i a, just that age I, don't know. <clears throat> I think um you're probably in a similar place where you kind of wish you could go back and talk to yourself at a younger age when mm-hmm. oh yeah depression was a much stronger issue and yeah there's really um a lot less information available about it. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Just to just to understand, like, hey, you don't have to have everything figured out. Like, you'll figure out your passions as right, you go. Right. You don't have to have a career path in mind right now. Right. Like yep. that'll flush itself out as you figure out your passions. Yep. And uh, if there's any younger people out there, especially listening, but you know, I shouldn't say that because there's people at our same age or even older. Oh, completely. You still have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. In life. Yeah, and don't focus on your career. Focus on your passions. Yeah, yeah, and and one thing too, like, um, I have a friend recently who who went to um, a job interview for for a different job. Yeah, and um, they were like, hey, like everything looks great, it looks good, but like, you know, it shows you jumping around. You know, maybe every year and a half, every two years. Like, why? Yeah, why? And he's like, well, I'm I'm only 26, man. He's like, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do still. Because I'm, you know, I'm I'm good at one thing, so I do it, and then I realize, you know, that's not what I want to do, so I I do something else. Because I'm only 26. He's like, you know, I might seem kind of old. He goes, but I'm still in the span of life. Like I'm I'm young. I'm still trying to find my passion. I'm still trying yeah. to figure out what I want to do. So like that explains those, you know, two years here, a year there, two years there. You know, you gotta totally. find you gotta find what it is you're gonna be happy with. Not you can't find you can't just say yeah I was at you know, two years there and then I left because you know 
this one was going to give me more money. Like, you know, you, you got to bounce around and find what you're good at, find what you don't mind going to work to do. Yeah. You and, know? and there's not only one way to do life Mm-mm. that you're either not succeeding or failing. Not at. at all. You don't have to go to high school and then go to college and then get this job and then stay there until you get this job. No. I didn't, you know, I, I did life different than a lot of people do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy with where yeah. I'm at and, yeah. and what I'm building towards. It's all about assessing your passions mm-hmm. and in my experience this isn't the same for everybody some people know what they're passionate about yeah. from a young age i figured out what i'm passionate about by working at different companies mm-hmm. and having very different types of jobs yeah that's how i figured out what my common theme was that made me happy yeah and to boil it down it's problem solving i yeah. love problem solving Yeah, you're really good at it uh thank you you really are man you're really um, good at this stuff but don't ever let anybody tell you that you're doing life wrong as long as you're focused on growing as a person. Yeah. If you focus on building yourself and growing, you can't be doing life wrong. Mm-mm. You know, the cards won't always be in your favor. Sometimes you roll snake eyes and it's not good. <laughs> yeah. You know, but just keep pushing forward and and keep pushing to, to be a better person and to, and to pursue your passions. And mm-hmm. You're always going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm finding even some of that out. I mean, like you said, I mean, even now, you know, yeah. I'm still figuring stuff out. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's possible to accomplish life. No. And you have to have someone, someone there with you too. Like, oh, like totally. I, I figuring this stuff out right now, like if Jenny wasn't here with me right now, I don't know. I don't know what the heck I'd be doing. I, 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 mean? I, I I'm no so idea. bummed when I see people who undervalue marriage. I know. Just to like yeah. really put a strong pin in it. Yeah. Like you can make an argument about like, well, it's an antiquated, it's like, that, that's fine. Sure. But until you understand the benefits of marriage yeah and the struggle it, it's a struggle it's, it's yeah, not easy yeah, every day yeah but it's a benefit it's be- it's going to benefit you as a person right right and you have the ability to benefit another person as well right it's like when 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 um like people have kids for the first time like oh you never knew much you know oh, so what do you have a kid it's almost the same way with marriage like you don't understand the benefits and like the greatness that is marriage until you actually experience it yeah you know what i mean even a month into it you know even a couple weeks into it when you're like oh crap this is a real thing like yeah this is really a thing like there's so many you know i I don't know looking at it now there's so many more benefits than that would outweigh anything it wouldn't be beneficial to it you know what i mean like she in all this has helped me a lot because like obviously i deal with a lot of like depression stuff all the time take medicine for it and stuff but like yeah you know I was kind of like sporadic. My mind was a bunch of different places, you know, when we first got together and then now she's here and she's just like, okay, hey, bring it in. We're going to do it. This, 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 and, you know, yeah. it helps me figure it out. You know what I mean? So absolutely. So it, having a relationship like that, man, is, is super important. Yeah. People. Someone who gets you on that, that deep enough level to help you really visualize your goal. Yeah. And whoever, whoever that may be. Yeah, absolutely. Friend, you know, maybe maybe friend, wife, husband, you're helping your partner, wife visualize her whatever. goal. Maybe it goes both ways. Yeah. Sometimes it, it it's more one way than the other. It doesn't matter who's doing what in the relationship. The value of a relationship is that you both grow and you grow together. Yeah. And you've got a teammate in mm-hmm. life. It's awesome. Yep. Agreed. Absolutely. I think we're gonna uh, here in the future start doing uh, uh, couples episodes. Oh shoot! I was actually talking. So both my <laughs> sister-in-law and my brother-in-law, or my sister and my brother-in-law, um, who are married, throwing her hands, <laughs> have have been on the show uh, separately. Yeah. And um, I was telling them like, hey, you know what we should do is like me and Rachel should do an episode with the two of you guys. Yeah. And we should definitely do that with you guys too. Oh that yeah, so dude, you fun. can even do those like cards where it's like you ask questions and. <laughs> 
awesome. Make it like an actual like little well, couples like almost I think game show. There's this there's this sad reality where newlywed people have these expectations of what a marriage is supposed to look like dumped upon them, typically by people who have been married for a very long time, and in my opinion, probably don't accurately remember the first several years of their relationship. Um, yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. And uh, it feels a lot when you're married, especially when you're newly married, I think, it feels like there's no one on your team, in my opinion. It feels like you're all alone out there figuring it out, and if you tell anyone that um, – Maybe things aren't what you expected or they're not perfect or, or e- things are perfect. You feel like there's no one there to talk to you, mm-hmm. in my opinion. That's, yeah. that's how I felt a lot yeah. of the time. Not that, not that people weren't there and willing to talk to us, but mm-hmm. it, you felt like there was no one on your level. Yeah. So I really would love to open up some dialogue with other married couples just yeah. about marriage. Yeah. And um, if anything, just to encourage other married couples who might listen. Yeah. So anyways, it's important and, and it's cliche, but it's important too, like as married couples to have like actual friendship and relationships with other married couples. It is. People make, I, we made fun of it before we were married. We were right. Like, right. Really? And you're only going to ha- hang out with married. Right. People. Right. And it's good to have a balance. But, it's not but, that you can't hang out. But with it's like when you're, friends. when you're a single person, you're not just like, Oh man, I'm going to go hang out with all my married friends. Like you're like, I want to hang out with my homies that are also single. We're all chilling. You know, we're all doing our thing. Yeah. But it's like when you're married, it's like, dude, like, well, I want to hang out with my wife. I know what it's like to be a third wheel yeah. for stuff. Like I want to hang out with other people that are in the same place in, the in life as you. We're in the same. We're we're going through same experiences. You know what I mean? Because it's, cool it's refreshing to, to yeah. casually talk about marriage. Yeah, it is. Of course, it's super refreshing. Of course, because it's like you can't hang out with your single friends and be like, you know, cracking jokes about married life because they don't get it. Yeah, you or they're just mean? like quit talking about married life. They might get it a little bit, <laughs> but know? yeah, it's not it's not the same. But yeah. anyways, that's something to look forward to for the listeners of the show, yeah. especially those who are married who would uh, take interest in something like that. Yeah, that'd be really cool. We got to get. Rachel and Jenner's on the show. Oh, we have to. We've had Rachel on the show. We got to get Jenner's on the show. Yeah, it's gonna like, happen. You soon. have like nurse questions. She'll answer. Nurse them. questions. <laughs> hey, I've got a weird growth. Uh, <laughs> but what's weird about it is that it's on top of another growth that I've had for a while. <laughs> oh, dude, really? Speaking and speaking about Jenny, she just started watching um, Breaking Bad. Oh no way! Have you guys seen it? Oh yeah. Oh, she, Rachel hasn't seen all of it yet. Oh really? Okay. Well, yeah. she's how many episodes? Four. Four in? No, no, you're five, five or six. I don't know the mm-hmm. first season, but she just got she just finished Game of Thrones, and I got her on Breaking Bad now. Oh man, it's so good. I didn't get into Better Call Saul though, to be honest. <sighs> Anyways, I <laughs> I watched okay because I only I ever watched, watched a season it, of it. I only I ever like, watched it on Netflix, right? And oh, so okay. I waited for like a year and a half or so I until, it until it season out. three came out. Yeah, and um, I don't know how it's still running. I don't well, know who's watching it. I just got a few episodes in, and I was just like... They have that Walking Dead money. They can do whatever they want. Like, oh, you know Anyways, we're yeah. here getting close to the hour mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Well, Justin, up. thanks for joining us. Dude, thanks for having me, man. By this us, is... I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm really excited, man. I remember when you were talking about starting this. I was like, dude, that'd be so cool to be on someday. So I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. We're too. definitely going to have you back with your wife next yes. time. Yes. be awesome. Uh, I think I'm going to make that a much more regular thing, because as I say it, I really like the sound of it. So. Yeah. It's cool, man. <laughs> I'm gonna roll with people it. would love it i uh i always were i've done podcasts in the past with a lot of people mm-hmm. and it can be tough yeah but um the environment that i try to build when i do these episodes mm-hmm. is a little bit different than yeah than what i've dealt with so i think yeah. I'm gonna, i think i'm gonna go for it yeah i man. don't know listeners 
Uh, if you're so opposed to that idea, let me know. If not, I'm going to do it. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm going <laughs> to do what I want. That's right. <laughs> All cool, right, man. thanks, buddy. Um, if you're a fan of the show, uh, definitely share us on your social media. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, subscribe, leave a review. I would love to see some reviews out there about what you think of the show. Yeah. Um, ideally through uh, iTunes podcast app. I hope that's not uh, a big ask, but um, that super one. Super easy. Yeah. Well, if people leave reviews, it aggregates the show higher oh, when people cool. search for like talk shows and things like yeah, that. So cool. I don't really care that much about that, honestly. Like this show is going to get as big as it gets. Yeah. All I can do is be diligent and do my best. Yeah. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, good. that's all that matters. Cool. I love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Thank you. I'm going to try to pretend like we're not about to just hang out right after this <laughs> and that you're leaving right now. But All right. Bye, everybody. See you next week. <laughs>